Hey guys, you are listening to the Tafara Mafemba podcast and I am your host Tafara Mafemba and I must say I'm very very excited to have you today the listener here just here to listen to what I have to say to you but not only that I'm excited because we are starting a new series that I have called Mastering Friendships. I'm not just here to talk about friendships. I'm here to teach you on how to become a master of friendship. How to be in control of your relationships. How to operate from a place of information and how to operate from a place of stability how to operate from a place of complete knowledge and contentment as opposed to always being a victim i have decided to start this series because i know that a lot of people are a victim of the people that they have decided to keep close to them you see we can talk about purpose we can talk about goals we can talk about all these other things but as long as we do not tackle relationships then we aren't doing anything at all really because a lot of our information all comes down to a relationship that we have fostered with somebody our beliefs how we go about things our drive it all comes down to the person that we have chosen to call friend <laughs> right so i'm pretty sure we are on the same page so far now i'm pretty sure you've heard of the term show me your friends and i will show you who you are So one of the major reasons why we have to tackle friendship so early during this podcast is because I can't help you realize who you are if you're surrounded by people that want to always tell you who you're not by people that are not encouraging you by people that do not have enough faith in you by people that don't push you to become the best version of yourself. I can't do that as long as there are people that have become your safe space for mediocrity. <laughs> yes, your safe space for mediocrity. The people that tell you it's okay to always be in pain, it's okay to suck. It's okay not to want a lot out of life i've heard about such people they call themselves minimalists or whatever and i honestly do not understand that because if you if we talk about a minimalist or we talk about anything minimal it means we are looking to achieve the lowest standard It means that our goal is always to achieve the lowest standard. 
And you know, the easiest way to achieve nothing is by doing nothing. So I don't understand how a person can get up, can brush their teeth, can go to work, and their aim is to do nothing. Yet these are some of the people that we are keeping in our lives. These are some of the relationships that we have fostered and relationships that we're constantly feeding. Hmm? I want to start with you from the very base, the foundation of every friendship. Something that seems so common, something that seems like it's basic and common sense, but from my observation, it's not very common. It's not as common as we would like to think it is. And today I just want to talk to you guys about communication. Every single relationship that you have exists because there was communication. The day you decided to call somebody friend, It was on the basis of a certain level of communication you had had with that person. Whether that conversation lasted for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, a day, whichever. But the point is the basis of your friendship. The first step to becoming friends was achieved by communication. Right? So you can't run away from this. Whether it's going to be a good friendship or a bad friendship, the foundation is communication. Communication in simple terms is the exchange of messages between two or more individuals. It's not communication if it's just you. It has to be between you and somebody. Right? But here is the thing that I want to focus on when it comes to communication. Most of the friendships that we complain about the friendships that go sideways the friendships that don't necessarily go our way this is a result of communication we didn't understand from the get-go you see some people talk about fake friends And, you know, this person used to be this person, but now they're this person. They've totally changed and I don't think we can be friends anymore. But I don't think that change is as simple as people would like to say it is. I think that sometimes, if not most of the time, we are then finding out that 
actually, I can't be friends with this person after a certain incident has happened. But if we would like to go back and trace the very foundation of your relationship, we may realize that there were toxic traits that you entertained at some point. And you may have entertained them because you weren't aware of them or because of a certain level of ignorance. I'm not sure what the case may be with you, but I do believe that in the initial stages of communication, the character of a person can be revealed. You see, we talk about liars, for example, and we say, ah, so-and-so lied to me. But I would like to believe that there are different levels of communication. Some people's communication is simple and is straightforward and that is what we call the truth. And this is the suggested way of communicating because there aren't any barriers to us receiving the information that the person is trying to convey to us. Right? This is what we call the truth. And I believe that this is the basis of any good friendship. But what about friendships that are actually formed from lies? What about the friendships that are birthed by lies? Maybe there is one person in your relationship that lies. Let me help you with something here. When a person lies, what you're hearing is something completely different. But the pot that is producing the lie is the mouth. But when you begin to study human beings, you will begin to realize that in as much as the mouth is lying, there's a certain part of a person that isn't. And most of the time we are victims to lies and we are victims to these fake friends, yet we don't really have to be. If you know that people lie, then I encourage you to begin to receive communication through more than one channel. And that channel is more than just the mouth. You see, there is this thing that they call the lie detector. And the lie detector, basically they connect you to some machine. Mostly it's uh, detectives that uh, use this machine when they are trying to solve a crime. So they connect you to this machine and they will start asking you questions. So what this machine does is it monitors your heart rate as you are responding. And you find that when you are giving basic answers, like you asked how many children do you have and you say I have three, how old are you, I'm 25 years old, the, the graph is stable. There is no spike, there is no movement. But there comes a moment where you then ask this person, so did you kill Mary on the 16th of June? And he may say, no I didn't. But if the graph spikes, that's the heart actually telling you that actually he did. <laughs>
Now, they say that this machine is not completely accurate. And when you ask them, so why do you use it? They'll tell you because actually, sometimes it is. So it has become part of their process of recovering the truth. So I want you to begin to understand today, guys, that communication in friendship determines the foundation of that friendship. A good friendship will never be birthed from lies. A good friendship will never be based from a facade, from presenting yourself as somebody who you are not. A good friendship will always come out of the truth. A good friendship will be vulnerable. A good friendship will be open. And I want to teach you the first step to discovering whether a friend can be a good friend to you or a bad friend to you. And that first step is understanding what they are actually communicating to you. Because their mouth may be saying you can trust me, but their heart is saying actually you can't. But their hands are shaking and they're saying actually you can't trust us. The legs are shaking and they're saying actually you can't trust us. Maybe when they're looking at you, and they decide to say to say a certain statement, they look away. Not because they're shy, but lies come out better when they're looking away. And this is how you begin to see whether somebody is telling the truth. Begin to analyze the way that the people you have called friend communicate with you. Communication shapes our understanding. I'm sure you can agree with me that if you were to pick up your phone right now and you were to call someone and then you convey a certain message, how they act is going to be determined by their understanding of the message that you're going to give them. They will never be able to fully carry out an instruction that is unclear. So what they're gonna do there is they will, if they didn't hear you properly and they're not wise enough to actually say, I didn't hear you properly, what you're gonna see is the manifestation of confusion. What you're gonna see is the result of somebody that didn't clearly understand the communication that clearly didn't understand the message that was being conveyed <laughs> so where am i getting at with this if the way you talk to each other in a relationship is not clearly defined then where your friendship is going cannot be clearly defined either. Because how clear your communication is will determine whether you're going to go far as friends. You are never going to go far if, you, if your dream is to become a singer or if your dream is to become a professional footballer but your friend's level of communication is against your dream 
Because remember I said show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. Our dreams are birthed in the form of seeds and they feed on our communication. They feed on the company we keep around us. And the moment you have a dream and you have somebody close to you that is crushing that dream with their words each and every day, you are never going to make it. Steve Harvey said a very profound statement. And he said the fastest way to kill a big dream is to tell it to a small-minded person. Because a small-minded person can only produce a small level of communication. You find that with computers, the bigger the message they, they want to convey, there has to be a bigger capacity. For a company like WhatsApp to be able to run, they have to be very, very big servers. Servers that can go on even for kilometers and these are just servers. Just so that they are able to contain the level of communication that is going to be happening on that platform. Small people will never be able to handle big conversations. So if you want to become somebody big from today, begin to run away from small conversations, from complaining, from always being a victim, from being in an environment where you're always told that things cannot and will not happen. Stop surrounding yourself with people that produce evil communication. Evil is the opposite of good. And I just want to show you the magnitude and the importance of communication. Now this, as I said, was just the foundation. But I want you guys to begin to polish yourself in the area of communication. Do you have a standard that people have to meet? in terms of how they communicate before they can be your friend. Huh? <laughs> if you're ever going to be a person of value, then you have to make sure that the quality control protocols and systems that you place around you. Because you find that when there is quality, It's like a pig. When a pig sees something nice, it will make it a point to corrupt that thing so that it becomes more comfortable. And when you are a person with big dreams and big ambitions, if you surround yourself with people that have a pig mentality, they will make it a point to crush your dreams so that they become more comfortable around you. You are never going to achieve greatness amongst people that do not have an appreciation for it. 
The first step to building good and lasting friendships is to surround yourself with people that appreciate the very things that you appreciate because your communication is going to be based on what both of you or the three of you, the four of you appreciate. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into this first episode. And my hope is that from today you're refining the way you communicate and not only that but you are beginning to also place barriers around you so that low quality communications cannot find their way into your space and into your domain